0: January 3rd, 2020. Yes, this is the first episode of 2020. I'm Shannon and I'm here with Natalia, Brooke, Mika, and Stacy, And we are going to talk about some of our most anticipated reads for the month of January. Normally we do this like the last week of the month before. But the holidays kind of got us off track. So here we are in early January talking about January books. I also want to make a note that Kristen had planned to be on this episode with us, but she has lost her voice. And so I'm going to pop in and do my books as well as Kristen's books. So you'll hear from me twice as much during this episode. So before we get started, I just want to say that you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. On Facebook, you can join our listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can also keep track of what we're reading. We usually share that with you on Wednesdays. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can do that. The address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. So, if you are not familiar with how we do the like monthly books, um, we all choose three books that we are super excited to read and we give you brief descriptions of them. And so, hopefully, we can help you fill up your January TBR list. So, Mika is going to start us off, then I will do mine, then Stacy, then Brooke. Then I'll come back and talk about Kristen's books, and then Natalia will finish off the round. So, Mika,
1: are you ready to talk about your first book? I am. (laughs) So my first book that I'm going to talk about tonight is called Black Girl Unlimited by Echo Brown, and it comes out. On January 14th. So that is definitely a bonus of doing these, of doing this at the first of February, of January because I don't have to wait all that long for, for these books to actually come out. It's true. Um, so I was a little confused by the blurb of this book um, because I'm not quite sure where we're going. <laughs> so um, the book is about a a girl who is a wizard that lives on the east side and um the blurb talks about that there are some portals that open and that there's a lot of dangers on the east side um and that like the parents there were parents that were that were um addicted to what they referred to as white rocks Um, so I was like, okay, is that crack? Like drugs? You know, what, what are, where are we going with this? Um, and that, and that this character ends up going to a school that's through the portals. And so it's like two different, she's living two different lives. There's this one life where she's having to struggle for everything that she, for everything that she wants. And then there's this other life where, uh, she's like living, you know she's going to school in this fancy city and um, this really great this really great school and she has a teacher who is a who is a mentor to her um and then the blurb talks about that there's a great black veil of depression but i was a little confused about Whoa. whether the main character is depressed or if everybody out here is depressed so i, I don't know who, who is depressed the um, whole world The whole world's truth. (laughs) Maybe. So, so, um, but it looked really interesting because, um, because a, um, I haven't really gotten to see, and maybe it's just because I don't know about a lot of books that have like black women as the protagonist that also has magic. um, But I was confused because in the blurb it also said that it was heavily autobiographical. And so I was like, wait, is this an autobiography? And is the magic, like, is it actual magic? Or is this, like, is this YA? It is YA. Okay. Okay. So I'm hoping that I get to read this book so that so that I can actually be able to talk about it more and sound somewhat more intelligent than I do at this very moment. But um, Black Girl Unlimited by Echo Brown comes out on January 14th. And I'm definitely ready for some, for some magic and fun. It sounds like it's, it sounds like it's going to be really good, but also like really heavy.
2: Despite the confusion of your Synopsis: I, I'm very intrigued. I don't mean yes, that I am you were confusing, but I really want to read this. If it's about like portals to different worlds, and I love all that stuff, so same. Yay!
0: I am so 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 excited about my first Jeez. book. I have been waiting for it literally since 2016. So. In 2015, Yasmin Gallinor wrote a book called Autumn Thorns, and it was the first book in a series called Whisper Hollow. And she published the sequel in 2016, and then the publisher killed the series, and Whisper Hollow was no more. And I was, like, pretty sad about this. Since then, Yasmin has begun to publish independently, and so... Whisper Hollow is finally coming back in January of 2020, January 27th to be exact. She is releasing the third book, which is called Phantom Queen. Also though, she has revised the first two books in the series and is releasing them um, on January 13th for Autumn Thorned, January 20th for Shadow Silence, and then the 27th for Phantom Queen, which is the new one. So Whisper Hollow is a teeny tiny town that is kind of hidden from the mundane, non-magical world. And our heroine is a woman named Karis. And Karis is a spirit shaman, which means that she is responsible for helping the dead sort of cross over. She also keeps the dead from rising, which is a very important thing to do. She left home, like, 15 years before the series starts, but is now having to return due to the death of her grandmother, and from there, all sorts of chaos ensues. Um, I can't tell you too much about Phantom Queen, because I'm just not sure in what direction she's going to take it, but I absolutely love the first two books in this series, and so I'm so excited that she's bringing it back, and that we get to spend more time In Whisper Hollow, it is um, kind of dark. She calls it dark contemporary fantasy. Um, So it's a little bit darker than Otherworld and the Wild Hunt, but not quite as dark as Indigo Court um, for people who have read her books and um, are looking for kind of a, a way to categorize them. So this is Phantom Queen, and it's Whisper Hollow number three by Yasmin Galanorn, and it comes out on January 27th, and I wish that that was today.
2: I have been looking forward to my first pick since August. Me too. I know when some of us in Book Bistro, uh, Natalia and I, to be precise, got to speak with um, one of – our favorite um, favorite authors, Kristen Higgins. And she said, yes. And she said she was reading this book and just what a beautiful lyrical writing style this author had and how much she enjoyed the book. The book is called you were there too by Colleen Oakley. And it's about um, a woman named Mia Graydon, who is living the picture perfect life. She has a husband that she loves deeply you know, white picket fence home. They're starting to talk about a family. But one thing that Mia has always done is dream about this other man for as long as she can remember. This other man has been in her dreams. And everything's fine until they move to this small town in Pennsylvania. And the man from her dreams is there. And just to add a bit of more, um, just chaos to things, he's been dreaming of her too this man and it leads me to start thinking like what if like what what carries more weight you know fate or like the heart and so as she begins kind of looking back at her life and and doing some research into this um, it starts kind of as the synopsis says unraveling things in her present and so I I can only imagine if Kristen Higgins recommended it that everything resolves well. As it should, but it's just the, the premise to me is very intriguing, and the book again is called "You Were There Too," and the author is Colleen Oakley, and the book comes out on January seventh. So I only have like four days to wait.
0: <laughs> yeah, this one does look really, really good. And by the time people
2: are hearing this, because this episode, will the book will 10. be out. Yeah, yes, so people can actually lucky people. Yes. So go forth and purchase. And by that point, I'll know if I like the book or not because I will have read it.
3: (laughs) It's true. You'll have read it already. So the first book that I'm going to talk about tonight is Lie to Me by Caitlin Ward. And it comes out on January 7th. So this book is a young adult thriller. And I can't really tell you too much because there's really not much that the synopsis tells you. But this is about a girl named Amelia. And Amelia wakes up in the hospital and she finds out that she has had a fall. And everyone's saying that it was an accident, but Amelia thinks she remembers being pushed. And, well, nobody really believes that this happened. So she's kind of confused. Well, and um, Sometime later, I, I'm assuming, um, she finds out about another girl who has fallen. And this girl did not make it. And so she really starts wondering, like, what exactly happened? So her and her boyfriend, Liam, I think that's his name, they start investigating and trying to figure out, like, what exactly happened. Because I guess Liam, he believes that Amelia, she, she obviously must know what happened to her. So they're trying to look into it. The problem is, as she's looking into it, her life's just becoming more and more confusing. Like, she doesn't know who she can trust and who should she listen to. And that's really all I know. And I'm, it looks really, really intriguing. So this is Lie to Me by Caitlin Ward. And it comes out on January 7th. Yes, I'm excited about this. How many books are there that are called "Lie to Me"? I was thinking many, about it. Many. It's like the most popular um, thriller yes. name.
0: True. So I'm going to keep us on the January seventh train here um, for Kristen's first book. This is Nameless Queen by Rebecca McLaughlin. I'm actually reading this yes. right now, so I was really excited when um, I saw that Kristen had picked it. This is a standalone young adult fantasy novel. And at first I wasn't sure if I would like it because the narrator has no name. And I really don't like unnamed narrators. That bothers me so much. But this book is fantastic, despite the fact that the narrator has no name. So it's set in a society where people are broken up into castes. There are the nameless caste, which is kind of the lowest, then there are the legal caste, and then the royals. And the way that you become a royal is that you have this tattoo on your skin that somehow, like, magically appears. So the king has died, and they're waiting to see who the heir will be. And the only way to know is for the person who has this tattoo to come forward. Well, our heroine, who is one of the nameless cast, she's a thief and a pickpocket and a con artist, she has the magical tattoo of a crown on her arm. And so she is now the queen of this realm and nobody likes this. Not her, not anyone, not like the Royal family. No one is about this at all. So she's trying to figure out like, does she actually want to be the queen and try to make things better for the other like nameless cast members? Or does she want to find a way to give this tattoo to somebody else? If that's possible. Um, so, I'm really, really enjoying this one. It comes out, like I said, on January 7th, and it is Nameless
4: Queen by Rebecca McLaughlin. So, the first book I'm going to talk about, I cannot wait for it to come out, and it is not coming out on January 7th. Frown. This is Rules of Engagement by J.T. Geisinger. I'm pretty sure that that's how you say her name. So this book is one of my catnips because it's about weddings. You know, I love weddings and marriage and I love matchmaking and I especially love matchmaking agencies. I don't know if it was because of Match Me If You Can with the, by Susan Elizabeth Phillips Ooh, or yeah. um, the, oh my God, the, those Kimberly Ray books with the dating agency for vampires and paranormals. <laughs> Um, I've read that. It was so good, and so because of that, I'm very, very into this kind of thing. So, of course, and of course, I love football. Hello. So this book is about a football star, and he's trying to find a wife, and he hires the owner of Perfect Pairings to try and help him find a wife. Her name is. Um, Maddie McGray, they call her the wedding whisperer because she's so good at matching people except can you guess she's never been able to match herself hmm. and then you know she can't stand this football star but she decides that she's going to help him because hey football star hello money reputation all kind of things. can you imagine football star big wedding my name on it you know I don't blame her but then he starts falling in love with her and she can't stand him And so since he's always been a playboy, now he's really going to have to play the game of his life to see if he can win her and match the matchmaker. So this Mm -hmm. is Rules of Engagement by J.T. Geisinger. Comes out January 28th. And no, Shannon does not have an arc.
2: Uh I need need this, Natalia. I I thought it was like um, part of her her spy trilogy that she put out last year so i didn't even look at the synopsis i'm like oh natalia i can talk about that this sounds amazing (laughs) i'm so happy you just talked about it i I have to have this i have to have this like tomorrow
1: so my next book is called diamond city and it is the first book in the series, which is also called Diamond City. So I definitely appreciate that the title and the series are the same. <laughs> Makes it a lot easier for me to remember. And this looks so like dark and gritty. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! So it is by Francesca Flores, and um, I believe this one also comes out on the fourteenth. Um. And this book is about a girl named Ina. And she is a she has blood magic. Mm. Um apparently something happens and everything kind of falls apart or has been. Like it sounds like the whole city is going to shit, actually. So it sounds like everything's horrible. And so she becomes an assassin. Oh. And and she goes to work for this, this man who in the blurb is described as questionably moral. Um, and it sounds like, and she gets to be around other people who are like equally as unwanted and unloved as she is. So it sounds like questionably moral found family. <laughs> like it sounds really delightful. And, um, and it says that the city is ruled by tyrants. And that she is going to have to play a game of, like, conspiracy and um, and all kinds of, like, difficult, dangerous things just so that she can survive. And in the blurb, it actually says, in a world that doesn't want her to survive. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, so I, again, I actually... Um Shannon did you get a YA vibe from this? I did, it is YA. I think it's really hysterical that my books for this evening are YA books. So I Yes, I'm, all of yours are YA. I am deeply <laughs> amused at myself. So um so yeah, this is like a YA book And um it looks like it's going to be the start of a very kind of powerful, fast-paced, gritty like fan dystopian fantasy esque hellscape of doom and trying to survive it and I'm I'm very I'm very excited. Unfortunately I don't have all that long to wait. No, you you so don't this, this book is called Diamond City by Francesca Flores and it comes out on February fourteenth. January fourteenth actually. I mean yeah yeah not Valentine's Day. It sounds really good. <laughs> It is. It looks so good.
0: Assassins. Yeah, I like I Assassins. Like, yes, Assassins are
1: great. Yes,
3: maybe Hannah she and the I, Nameless Queen like need to
1: like, maybe she <laughs> and the Nameless Queen need to just like pair up and just go wreck maybe. the world. <laughs> maybe,
0: yes. they The world can like meld into one and they can like yes. rule the world together and like bring it down. Exactly. I could be okay with that. So my next pick is not about an assassin, but it is about a murder. So I I like murder. This is The Prized Girl, and it is the debut novel by Amy K. Green. Um, I read this at the end of last year and loved it so much. I cannot wait for everybody to fall in love with this if you are a fan of twisty psychological thrillers. This gave me kind of a like sharp objects vibe, not so much because of the plot, but just because of the feel of it. So this is about Virginia and Virginia is kind of aimless. She just kind of flips from one job to the next. She doesn't really know what she wants out of life. She's grieving a heartbreak that she experienced like eight years before, and she's just not in a good place. And then her thirteen-year-old half sister, named Jenny, is murdered. And Jenny is, or was, a pageant queen. She spent a lot of time, like traveling around, with her super ambitious, kind of unstable mother, who really just wants her to be like the next Miss America. But Jenny was pretty discontented with her life, it seems, and. The police are ready to kind of pin her murder on an obsessed fan, but Virginia's not really sure that that's like really what happened. Like she doesn't think that this fan is responsible. So she kind of becomes obsessed with learning the truth about Jenny's death and kind of uncovering the secrets that Jenny was keeping before she died. And this is one of those books where everybody has something to hide. Um, no one is who they seem to be. Um, everyone is just, like, really dysfunctional and, like, kind of creepy. Um, and I just pretty much loved everything about this. So if you love twisty, dark thrillers, please, please, please check out The Prize Girl by Amy K. Green. It comes out on January 14th. I'm
3: so excited it's coming soon because it yes. looks really, really, really good.
0: Right up my alley.
3: Like you, I love murder. Yes, murder is great, and I think Stacy will be
0: like the first person to buy this on the 14th.
3: I love Hell murder to the
2: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> book bistro I dis- I books. Book bistro disclaimer. While Shannon and Brooke gleefully claim that they like murder, oh. neither <laughs> one of them are actually out murdering anyone.
2: They only like
1: murder in books.
2: I am really excited because I get to talk to you about historical fiction, dual timelines, France, and wine. I'm really excited. So this is the Vineyards of Champagne by Juliette Blackwell, and it comes out on January 21st. And this book focuses on the Champagne region during World War One, and this is something I never knew. So far below the Champagne region was like a warren of caves and Catacombs and things. And there was a whole city of women and children who lived there during World War one to oh. say stay protected from like all the shelling that was going on up above. But there were some brave women who would go up to the top, um, up above and they would harvest the grapes. So now in present day, we have. Someone whose name is either Rosalind or Rosalind, and I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, but she um, has been sent to the Champagne region by um, the um, the company she works for in Napa to acquire some champagne. And she doesn't like champagne. She doesn't like France. And actually, she doesn't like much of anything since she lost her husband. But what I know, but what happens is while she's there, somehow she discovers this cache of old letters from World War I and a mystery that has been buried for decades comes to light. And while she's solving this, you know, old decades old mystery, century old mystery, she might be able to kind of also get her life back on track as well. So it's everything I like in a book. And I can't wait. So it is the Vineyards of Champagne by Juliette Blackwell, and it comes out on January twenty first. Yay! I need this. I know. I wonder if I could read this for like
0: the Pop Sugar prompt that says a book on a subject you know nothing about, and I know nothing about stealing my ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I know nothing about about a city like under the. I know under the (laughs) region. So yeah.
2: I mean, how, do, how have I never heard, with all of the historical fiction I've read about World War I and World War II, how did I not know this was a thing, that people were like, you know, living in like the caves, but it was like a whole, I guess it's more tunnels
3: than caves even, I guess I should say.
2: Right. Tunnels. So low, on that.
3: Wow. Yeah. Well, the next book that I'm going to talk about is The Lookalike by Erica Spindler. And it comes out on January 28th. So this book is about a woman named Sienna and Sienna comes across a dead um, like college mate, not, not somebody that she knows, but like just another person that attends her college and finds her dad in the snow and she's wearing a white jacket. Well, this really freaks her out, so she ends up going to um, England to live with her grandmother and while there, she kind of starts thinking about the whole situation and she kind of wonders like could this like could this murder have actually been kind of aimed at me like was I actually the potent- the intended victim so i 'm not sure really how long she goes back but she ends up going back to wherever she lived I'm not it doesn't really tell us where she's going back to but she goes back because she wants to look into this murder but also things are happening that kind of give her the idea that things that it's still happening like they're still I'm not sure if other murders have happened I'm not sure exactly but she also while thinking all this is kind of wondering like um could my mother's paranoia be rubbing off on me. Um, So her mother has a mental health condition and she has always just had this kind of paranoia, like something's going to get you and um, we can't stay safe and we got to stay locked up in our house. And so she's really, really worried that her mom's kind of paranoia about the world is really rubbing off in her. So she's decided that she's going to really look into this. And that's really all the synopsis gives me. So this book is The Lookalike and it's by Erica Spindler. And it comes out on January 28th. And it looks really good, actually.
0: I've read some other Erica Spindler books and I've really enjoyed them. So this I'm will actually be my
3: first. I'm pretty sure this Ooh. is my first one.
0: Ooh, there are so many more. So how about a Western romance? Okay, so this is Country Strong, and it's Painted Pony Creek, number one, by Linda Lael Miller. It comes out on January 21st. I read a ton of Linda Lael Miller back in the day. Um, I haven't read her in a while, but I was kind of excited to see that she had something new coming out, and also very excited that Kristen um, picked this one to talk about, because I feel like I just haven't heard much about her her books lately. So this is set on a ranch in Montana, and it is a second chance romance between this rancher and a woman who wants to get hooked up with this writing program, like a therapeutic writing program for Um, at-risk youth. And I'm not sure if she's like a riding instructor or she wants to be a riding instructor. I'm not really sure how this plays out, but her desire to work with children and horses kind of draws her back to the town of Painted Pony Creek, where she then is kind of reunited with this rancher who was her first love. And I guess she kind of like left him behind when she left town after high school. Um, So it looks like, you know, there's a lot of like great kind of animal interaction, which is really cool. Um, I love when people write like that, that relationship really well alongside like, you know, people to people relationships. Um, There's just something really special about a book that can depict that kind of relationship. So I am excited about it. I don't always love second chance romance, but Linda Lale Miller um, has done a pretty good job with them in the past. So we will see. So this is Country Strong, and it's Painted Pony Creek, number one, by Linda Lale Miller, and it comes out on January 21st.
2: I think it's funny that um, you said you don't like second-chance romances always, or you're not always a I don't fan. always, yeah. And for me, though, like, I know how this is going to sound, but the older I get, the more I kind <laughs> of like them. <laughs> I don't really know why. Um but I, I'm like you, I haven't read her in a long time, but I, I used to love, love her second chance romances. Oh, there were some really good, yeah, She does. I'm blanking well. on the one that I love the most, but the wife was gone for 10 years and she came back to the ranch. Oh, the 18. Like 1800- yes. I love that one. Yeah. And he like built her vow. a bathtub with running water. <laughs> 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 that's all I remember about it. But wow. Her name is anyway. like Annabelle or Annabelle. Yes. The vow?
4: That's Annabelle. what it's called. The Vow. The vow yeah. Vow. yeah. The next book I'm going to talk about is part of a series that I'm glad was not written today because it would have been labeled as New Adults and then so many people wouldn't have given it a chance. It's Hi, Sarah. Called... Hi, Stacy. <laughs> Especially Sarah. Because Sarah loves this particular series I'm going to talk about. So she would, have, she would have passed on it and missed the wonder the glory, the awesome that is Janine Frost. And she is <laughs> all of these things in person because I've actually met her. And she gave me a bones bracelet. So this is Night Rebel book two called Wicked Bite by Janine Frost. And every I feel so sad because everything I'm talking about comes out on January 28th. So I still have to wait for this. Now, this book is a part of a world, an awesome world that to need has built. build. I guess you can call it the Night Huntress World. And this is kind of the spin-off series. I would say you could read this as a standalone, but my brain will break if you do because I'm <laughs> all about reading in order,
1: in order, in order. Read out of order. Take no. read the blurb you want. No, no. No, 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 please. You're no. all wrong. No, no. We can't all
2: be
4: wrong. <laughs> I'm and all the wrong <laughs> I think I I think Stacy is Switzerland over here. Yeah, I'm ambivalent
2: because sometimes I do read out of order if I really want to read. I, I can't
4: do it. I can't do it.
2: But this series, I guess it's a spinoff. It's just you know
4: you'll get all the spoilers from the other series, the other part of the series, and I don't like spoilers. So okay. if you want to start this comprehensive list of Nightworld World <laughs> Night Huntress <laughs> World books, I would start with the first one in the Night Huntress okay. series, which is called. Um, Halfway to the Grave? Halfway halfway to the Grave. grave. Thank you, our resident bibliophile. So this is a spinoff series about Ian and about Veritas. And Veritas is one of the vampire guardians um, in the vampire world. Because, I mean, it does say in the blurbs that this book is about vampires, I believe, especially even in the first one. And... Uh, this is just about their adventures together. There's a lot of mystery, there's a lot of intrigue, and there's a lot of interest. And these are, what I really like about this series, is that these are very complex characters. Yes. Both of them have lived many, 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 many years. Very, very, very different experiences. Uh, this is nothing like anything I've read before. And I loved the spin-off series so much. The first one that I read the first one, and then I went back and I reread all of the books in this series. Again. Oh. I just didn't get enough of it. And maybe that'll happen again. But hey, it'll get me ahead on my reading challenge. <laughs> it's True. So this is Wicked Bite, Night Rebel Book Two by Janine Frost. And it comes out January twenty eighth. And if you don't want to wait that long, start with Halfway to the Grave. You have mm-hmm. a good amount of books and short stories you can read and you know the twentieth will get here in no time.
1: So um, this, the, my last book of the evening is frankly one that I would like to dedicate to literally most of my exes oh, and it is, it is also another YA book. I think it's hysterical that I have come in with all YA books this evening. Um, <laughs> so um, this one is called, and again, this is dedicated to my exes, Mr. <clears throat> Finding Mr. Better Than You. <laughs> by, by Shani Petrov, and this book is about a girl. Um, she's in high school in her senior year, and she is, um, she is trying to. She's she's dealing with a lot. She her boyfriend broke up with her in a very public manner. Um. So. Already, I'm ready to push some kid off the cliff or whatever. It's fine. And um, and she has her, she's, she's trying to get through things with um, her best friend. And the blurb says that it is a romantic comedy, which is a love letter to friendship and people who are helping you, who help you when you're down and going through a hard time. And since I have been blessed beyond measure to have amazing and wonderful friends, I am really excited to read this book and plus I'm really, and I'm really appreciating the super petty title <laughs> so <laughs> um, this book comes out on the 28th of January and it is again it's called Finding Mr. Better Than You by Shawnee Petroff so
0: my last pick tonight is some historical fiction Ooh. and a dual timeline novel Ooh. It is the latest release from Diane Chamberlain. This is Big Lies in a Small Town. It comes out on January 14th. And it's, um, like I said, a dual timeline story. So the story that takes place in the present is about a young woman named Morgan who has taken the fall for a crime that she did not commit and is subsequently sent to prison. And now like her life is pretty much on hold and she has no idea what the future holds for her when she comes out of prison. She has always wanted to be an artist, but she's not sure that that's going to be possible. Then a woman comes to prison with this sort of proposition That Morgan can't really turn down because this woman says that if she agrees to restore this mural that was painted on a post office wall in this small North Carolina town in the 1940s, that she can get out of prison in order to do this. So Morgan agrees, of course, and then she goes to this town and begins trying to restore this mural. We then move back in time to the 1940s and we meet Anna. And Anna is the artist who was chosen to paint this mural. She's originally from New Jersey. She comes to North Carolina to paint the mural. And a lot of bad things happen to Anna. And we move back and forth between Morgan and Anna as Morgan is kind of digging into Anna's past and trying to figure out exactly like what went wrong, what caused this mural to be in such terrible shape. Um, I love Diane Chamberlain. I pretty much love everything she does. Um, she wrote a time travel book a couple of years ago that I fell in love with. Um, she's done historical fiction. She's done things that are more contemporary romance, women's fiction. She's just fantastic. Um, I, I highly recommend her to anyone who hasn't tried her books yet. But this one is Big wise in a Small Town, and it comes out on January 14th.
2: I fell in love with a debut author. Well, I think she's a debut author um, a couple of years ago when I read one day in December by Josie Silver. And it was just one of those things where the book that I needed came along at the moment when I really needed it. And so I've been waiting with bated breath for her new book for a really long time. And it's called the two lives of Lydia bird. And um, I have some, so it says that uh, it's, the first publication is, um, January 30th, but it's also the, the hardcover release is going to be on May th- or March 3rd. So, um, there's some discrepancy there, but I'm just, I'm going to talk about it for January picks. So um, Kindle comes out on the 30th. Kindle comes out on the 30th, and then audio and hardcover come out in March. Yes. Um, so in this book, there is, um, a woman whose name is Lydia and she has been with her, the love of her life for more than 10 years. And it's sort of like this forever kind of love, very solid, very wonderful. But then the absolute worst happens. Her fiance Freddie dies in a car accident on her 28th birthday. Oh, awful, awful. And she's obviously completely broken by this tragedy. And, um, after some time passes, she begins taking small steps into life without Freddie with her. And uh, she's kind of assisted in this by her sister and um, her and Freddie's best friend. But then something inexplicable happens, and somehow she is able to live again life with Freddie, a life where he does not die on her 28th birthday. And Whoa. somehow she is living these parallel lives so the the real life where he is dead and this other life where he's alive at the same time and it's very challenging for her because you know in this parallel life her her heart belongs to freddie but in the new life that she's building she's beginning to find love with someone else and he wants her to stay with him in this new reality and that's all i know about it Totally. And that's all I know. the um, oh, last my book. God. Right. Yes. And so I'm very, very excited to read this. I need um, this now. I'm sort of like tearing up thinking about like, what if you could do this? Like if you had this pain in your life and you're able to kind of go back and live again life with the person that you love with, you know, where he somehow didn't die or they didn't die. Um, oh, so God. this book, again, is the, the Two Lives of Lydia Bird by Josie Silver. Um, comes out on Kindle on January 30th and everything else on March 3rd. So go forward and I have to wait till
3: March?
2: I know. That's how I feel.
3: The last book that I'm going to talk about, it's called The Other People. And it's by CJ Tudor. And it comes out on January 28th. And just a quick note. I always forget that their books are, have like a supernatural super kind of aspect oh, to it. And then whenever I do? find out that this is the case, it makes me very sad. So, so I'm really excited about this book, but then I saw that and I'm not so sure I'm as excited. But oh no. it might actually be not too bad. We'll see. So this book is about, it's kind of about three people. And... Being a thriller, they all kind of tie in together. But the first person is named Gabe. And Gabe witnessed the abduction of his daughter. And at least that's what we're thinking from the synopsis. But there's kind of clues that kind of give you an idea maybe that's not what happened. So I'm not really sure. But he witnessed her being abducted in a rusty vehicle covered in bumper stickers. And So he, it's been three years and he spends his days driving, they call it the motorways, but I guess I'm assuming that's a highway. So he like drives the highways looking for this vehicle because he's convinced that he's going to, he's got to be able to find it someday. And he's lost his job. He's lost his family. He's lost, he's just kind of lost everything. Like all he does is he spends time in his camper van driving up and down this highway. And so the next person, her name is Kate and she works at a restaurant, um, along this, um, along this highway. She works in one of like the, like the truck stops kind of thing. And she, she really feels for Gabe. Like she knows Gabe's story and she really feels for him because she lost her father, um, who was murdered and Something happened at his at his funeral that I'm not sure if it's something she did or something her sister did, but she no longer talks to her older sister. And so she's got this kind of sadness. Um, and then the other people are Franny and Alice. And Franny and Alice, they also drive this highway. These highways are highway. I'm not really sure but they're trying to actually get away. So Franny knows what happened to Gabe's daughter. Um, but if these people that she's trying to get away with were to find out that she knows this information, then her and Franny, no, sorry, then Franny and Alice, then they're going to be killed. So that's really oh. all I know. And I kind of want to know how it all ties together. But also the whole supernatural, like the supernatural kind of aspect of these books, they make me sad. So I don't know. I'm kind of torn, but it looks really interesting, so I may try it out. So it's *The Other People* by C.J. Tudor, and it comes out on January 28th.
0: I'm so picky about supernatural thrillers. Like sometimes they can be really good, and then sometimes I hate them. So Kristen's last book is supernatural, kind of, but it's not a thriller. So this is The Mistwick School of Music Craft by Jessica Corey. And this is a middle grade kind of fantasy novel. I was actually surprised that it's classified as middle grade because the synopsis doesn't seem like it would be. But here we go. So this is about a young woman, kind of a, I don't know how old she is. I'm thinking she's like a a younger teenager, maybe. And she's always wanted to be a musician. And in her culture or her society, musicians are kind of magical. So she has this audition at this mystic school for people who want to be magical musicians. And apparently it does not go well for her. And she kind of like flops and she's sure now that like her dreams are kind of over. She's not going to get in. Like everything is terrible, but the people who are in charge of these auditions, like see something in her. And so they decide that they're going to allow her to enter the school on a trial basis, kind of. And if she proves herself, then she can stay. And she kind of has this chance of achieving her dream. So this is, recommended for people who love um the School of Good and Evil series which I have not read so I can't I can't say um Brooke
3: did you read those? Yes I did and they were actually they were actually entertaining so it was something it was a it was a nice um it's not quite light read but for me compared to my usual genres it was a light read so it was It was a fun read. So I think I might definitely check these books out. So
4: so
0: yeah, this one is is compared to that. Um, And I'm not always a middle grade reader. Um, In fact, I'm rarely a middle grade reader. So (laughs) I'm not sure um, about this one. But Kristen is excited about it. And the synopsis looks intriguing. So we will see. It is The Mistwick School of Music Craft by Jessica Corey. And it comes out on January 21st. All right.
4: Well, the next and last book I'm going to speak about this evening is also coming out on January 28th. Oh, I mean. oh, I'm
0: excited about this one.
4: It's called When You See Me. <gasps>
3: yes. Uh,
4: by Lisa yeah. Gardner.
3: Yeah. I'm excited too.
4: I love, love 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 Lisa Gardner, as you all know, because I'm I think I'm always the one that talks about her. <laughs> so this book is her. 11th d. d. warren novel and if you're a dd d. warren fan it's really cool because she's going to unite all of her characters in this novel which are uh tessa leone d warren and miss kimberly quincy who made me mad oh i, never, I never forgave her yeah three beloved characters wait are you sure Yes, I think she is
0: right. I think, I think it is. Okay, I, think yeah. I read that. And Flora, of course, I, Flora Dane. Oh, and Flora around. too. Yes, I, I like Flora. Flora Dane's
4: like always around. This is book eleven in the Dee Dee Warren series, and I guess you could read it as a standalone. Again, no, but I'm a stickler for order, so I say start. In the Quincy and Rainey series, book one, The Perfect Husband. Yes, they are super yes. separate series. But oh, that book is so
1: good. It is so, so good. So good. A things just need book. to happen
4: in order for me. And my dog, Naira, is walking to me just to let me know how much she is in agreement <laughs> with what I'm saying. Naira likes orderly things. Naira likes things in order. Like, she knows the time, and she's like, hey. You guys aren't taking just me Just start outside. with
1: book 11. It's fine. No.
4: No. <laughs> no. Start with the perfect husband because book 11 ain't coming out till the end of the month. Hello. So they're investigating a mysterious murder from the past in this book and somehow it leads to a crime that just happened. Whoa. And they've built a task force between the serge- sergeant, detective, sergeant detective and the FBI to follow the breadcrumbs. It's the most disturbing case of their careers, they say, which Lisa Gardner writes a lot of disturbing stuff, so I'm very interested to see what she would come up with this time. Meanwhile, Flora Dane, who's been a character for the last three or so books, has to confront her past, uh, I guess, even further than she already has. I know,
0: she's been confronting you. Because she's always confronting you. a lot of time. Yeah, I
4: just, I I mean, I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I guess, um... I'm not disputing her past. Being put in a box is a tough thing, and that's not a spoiler because it says it in a synopsis. But you know, she's been confronting it for a while, so I wonder if there will be a breakthrough. There was a hint of a breakthrough last book. So yes, let's see what it needs. So this book is coming out on January twenty-eighth, and it's called When You See Me.
0: All right. So that brings us to the end of our January picks. Um, thank you to Mika, Brooke, Stacy, and Dantalia for joining me tonight, and also to Kristen for attempting to join me, but still like picking out books. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, as always, goes out to Christine for all of the work that she puts into editing these episodes. Um, Book Bistro masterful would be a very,
2: editing, I would
0: say. Yes, Book Bistro <laughs> would be a very different place um, without yes. you, and I don't know that that would be a good thing. If you would like to let us know your thoughts, you can do that by leaving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform you use to access the show. And not only does it allow us to see your feedback, but it also helps other book lovers to find us, which is a great thing. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with more bookish fabulousness. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more discussion of great books. Take care, everybody.